Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do recaps, reviews, and breakdowns of your favorite TV shows and movies. We are an inclusive podcast that focuses on the voices that are ignored. We are all nerds here. Thank you to all our supporters. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and give us a good review. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs. And Jazz is not here, but he's in the chat. Jazz got a little tummy ache, so he isn't able to join us. Jazz, while you're on the chat, can you explain to me how I make the the local recording? Because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and Rocky's having a little bit of audio issues. So if you can help us out, let us know. Uh, but, guys, welcome to the podcast. If you don't know, Salam Weekly is the episode that we do every week on Sundays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, where we kind of just talk about, I don't know, like whatever's going on in the news and pop culture, reality TV, entertainment. And we also get to meet new people who we wouldn't have on our show otherwise. So I definitely want to introduce uh, one guy who's been here that doesn't need an introduction is Rocky. Welcome, Rocky. Hey, folks. How are you? Thanks for having me back. Ah, yes, yes, yes. It's good to have you. Back. You know, we got a lot of compliments about you. Like, I've actually run into people and they're like, that Rocky guy, man, he's good. He's good. And I was like, yeah, Man, I, I, would he had better to, I would love if you could send me a recording of all of that so I could just play it to myself before uh, bed every night just to feel good. Yeah. Like they were like, uh, they were like, man, I really like that guy, Rocky. He knows his stuff, man. And I was like, what do you mean? We don't know our stuff. Like, <laughs> it, we, we all collectively share the one brain cell. So I think we're good to go. Good, good. All right. And then next, I want to introduce you to a new person who we had never had on before is Anissa. Anissa, welcome to our show. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so happy I discovered your podcast on my Instagram feed. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I, I yeah, I kind of just ran into your account because I had met a uh, possibly a friend of yours or something at a Eid gala. And I started following her and then I saw her tweet about you and I was like, oh, cool. Somebody's doing some stuff in film and media and they live in New Jersey. Let me follow this person. Uh, and then I guess you found our podcast from there. And uh, yeah, and I was like, yeah, you want to come on? Sure. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah, so I'm a filmmaker and a media critic. I'm in pre-production right now for my next short film. It is called What is the Criteria? Also known as Criteria Kyahe. So it's very uh, much sounds like what you think it sounds it's about a girl who comes home to the chaos of her sister's wedding and discovers a magical pair of glasses that allow her to see every man's true colors so i'm in pre-production for that and i'm also a podcaster too and i have a podcast called desi talkies where me and my co-host review strictly south asian media for the diaspora audience because i feel like we don't have that so Yeah, yeah that's so awesome i love this concept of like uh, the glasses. She's kind of like a, a Daisy Robocop and just like picking out fuckboys <laughs> instead, instead of like bad guys. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's really funny you say that because I'm casting like a bunch of different roles and I have like as an ensemble cast like F boys. So it literally says casting F boys. That's the most <laughs> that is the most casting submissions I've gotten for any role is for F boys. So that's I'm really so funny. That. That's so funny. <laughs> the odds that those would be rolling in. <laughs> Yeah, we love self-awareness, so. Yeah, cool. everybody loves a little self-awareness. Uh, that's so cool. And you're doing it right here in Jersey? Yes. So I actually went to college and got there for four years. So I finally, like, shifted back home. So this is my first time doing a big project in the States. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a community project. All the aunties want to get involved. And I'm taking their donations very happily. So, yeah. Yeah, I just we just got a comment that said Rocky should apply for the F boy. I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm 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 happy to do it. Hey, if it's, if there's if there's a job in it, I'll do anything. Rocky has F boy hair. He has F boy hair. I I I could see him doing that. Uh, ha happy uh, to be uh, killed or disposed of in any way you see fit for your protagonist. Ruby says everybody wants to be like I'm not an F boy, but I play one on TV. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be so funny. That's so cool though that you're doing it here in Jersey, man. It's local. I would love to see some, uh, see it. And if you guys are ever like filming somewhere, I would love to get some like behind the scenes footage. I think it'd be really cool. Yeah, no, I'd love that. So like half of it is set in like a family home, and the other half is at in like a shadi hall, like a wedding hall. So it's basically oh, gonna nice. be like a huge like fake wedding. So I'm inviting everyone. I'm like, bring your friends, just cover your adorable clothes, eat food, just see a film set. So that's kind of it's gonna be really fun. I'm excited. Oh snap! So, so can we invite all our fans and just say, "Hey, come to the come to this wedding." Yeah, that's the closest. So that's the closest yeah. my parents will ever get to me being married. <laughs> it, it's the only like, wedding we'll get invited to. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm getting people to come because I'm telling them it's my wedding. So, uh, nice. yeah. <laughs> I mean, technically, yeah. I mean, technically, it is your wedding. You're throwing it. That's so cool. Uh, what is this? Is Neves has an extensive acting experience. You could hire him. I I don't have any acting experience. I don't know what I have been in a few yeah. movies. I've been in The Dark Knight Rises and I was in uh, Royal Pains. No uh, way. Yeah, yeah. Wow, a little okay. bit of acting I did. Yeah, I yeah. love Royal Wait, Pains. Really. Were you on the Pittsburgh yeah. set for the Dark Knight Rises, or were, no? Which, I was on the Wall Street. I was on the Wall Street set when they do the God, okay, and okay. Batman fight. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think uh, Royal Pain is shot right here in Long Island. Even though they say the Hamptons, they're technically in Long Island. No, that's super got cool. Got it, got it. I love how you said, like, Dark Knight, like, Batman and Royal Pains. And I was like, oh, my God, I love Royal Pains. Like, <laughs> I know. That's what I picked up from Usually that. I get, like, more excitement for the other one. <laughs> no, I just, love that so show. Your, uh, your previous work history includes uh, Christopher Nolan. Yes, that is true. I have worked with Christopher Nolan, Academy-nominated Christopher Nolan. <laughs> that's pretty dope. And Gary Oldman and uh, Michael Modine. Chris, Christian Bale and Tom Hardy. Technically, they were all in the same scene with me. To, uh, that's that's a better resume than I've ever heard. I know, right? Just, I'm technically, it's not a lie. <laughs> technically, it's true. So yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's talk about what's going on this week, man. Uh, there's a lot of things you want to talk about. And Rocky, I know you got to see Indiana Jones, but without yes, spoiling sir. anything, what were your thoughts of Indiana Jones? So, uh, very quickly, I would like to uh, retract something I did make, uh, a comment I made the last time I was here. I did say Disney was fairly confident about uh, the new film, uh, yeah. and uh, they premiered it at Cam, and uh, looks like we were all dead wrong. 
Uh, wow. It's, you know, not, uh, you know, sort of mixed reviews and not doing, it's it's sort of falling flat in the box office. I mean, that, you know, you could attribute that to a couple different things. Um, you know, sort of, it's not really picking up with younger audiences. Uh, you know, it's not, the film is okay, is what I would say. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not great. It's not terrible. It's, uh, it's efficiently made. It's economical. It's, you know, I think I was sort of missing the flair that James Mangold brought. And I'm a huge James Mangold fan, you know. I mean, everyone loves Logan. I thought 310 to Yuma was a genuine masterpiece. Um, You know, Ford versus Ferrari is probably one of the best dad films to come out in the last uh, decade or so. But it was sort of missing really that visual flair. And in an an action-adventure series where you have a magician like Spielberg uh, who's known for sort of, you know, camera placements and how to sort of, uh, you know, judge precisely when to make a good cuts between, you know, mid close-ups and going in. And, you know, you have a lot of influences from, you know, John Ford and, you know, Kurosawa and, you know, sort of all the greats coming in for what, you know, we would love cinema to be. It was okay. And I think in a franchise that's done incredible work, okay, leaves a little bit to be desired, but you know, it's, it's a fun time. Is what I would say. It's a, it's a good way to spend two hours, but it's not Raiders, it's not Temple of Doom, and it's definitely it's not Last Crusade. It's you know you know either on par or better than uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, depending on how you like that film. Ooh, wow, that's not a lot of high praise to be honest with you. But to not- to be fair, also I I like Crystal Skull more than most people. I think that movie deserves a rewatch. I think there's. There's elements that don't work, but I think there's a lot of good action in it. I mean, look, I mean, Spielberg is just an incredible master behind the camera. I mean, you know, you could really study Raiders in terms of how, you know, he employs crane shots and dolly movements and mm-hmm. and, and that sort of stuff. And that sort of visual flair is quite missing with this one. It's a lot of, you know, close-ups. It's a lot of, you know, wide shots. Anytime there's, you know, the camera pushes against Harrison Ford, you know it's a green screen shot. I mean, look, the man's 80. No one's expecting right, him to... Right. Dude, I think the biggest issues really is how passive Indy is as a character in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's sort of along for the ride rather than being a more active character. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I'm going to say. But look, it's it's, it's like a, a little bit of a payday for him. <laughs> it's just not Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, fair. There is a little bit of controversy that I wanted to talk about, and I want to get Anissa's thought on this, too. Um, There is an actor, John Rye Davis. uh, John Rhys Davis, yeah. John Rhys Davis, and he plays Salah Mohammed Faisal Al-Kahir, which is a Muslim character in brownface. And, like, yeah, they did it back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but, like, why bring up a character back that has to be in brown phase? That's a little weird. Like, that's the character you decide to bring back. You can't bring back Kwewan, who just did, like, you know, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. He's the biggest star. Like, you couldn't bring back Short Round. You had to bring back this random, like, racist character. Like, I thought that was a little sketch. Uh, Nisa, do you have any thoughts on that? That happened? I had no idea that happened. That's so yeah. funny. Because I just did a piece on brown face and it was like a really extensive like piece. Oh, well, on, there's like... one more for your <laughs> Yeah. No, because like the last time I remember seeing like brown face so extensively, it was this 1968 film. It's called The Party with Peter Sellers. And if you're brown, your parents love Peter Sellers. And I grew up watching it and loving it. And he's just like an Indian guy with like a fobby accent, but he's like a pasty white man in real life. So I was just like watching it for the first time after years of growing up watching it. And I was like, this is so wrong. I just don't understand why they keep 
doing it. And I think that there's a controversy with like Dune as well, which could be debated and people don't talk about it as much because we love Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya so much. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think and it's Oscar needed. Isaac. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't think it's needed. I think that we're in a phase in terms of our industry where like South Asian representation, like Arab representation is like cool. Like people love seeing it. They're like, oh, this yeah. is different. I'm learning so much. So why would you put a white man in brown face? And also your target audience, like a huge chunk of Indiana Jones audiences are like brown parents. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, love yeah. Harrison Ford. I've never heard my mom in like the past five years be like, I want to go to the movie theater except for this film. That's so, so funny. I don't really understand what the reason is. Like it's not like they don't have resources. Yeah. Like, well, I just, I just so if it. I can jump in quickly, I'll slightly defend this decision decision because, well, so he's been in Raiders and he's been in Crusade and he's like integral to the Indiana Jones mythos. The fan base would not be happy if you recast that character. Um, really? He is sort of a delight. I mean, look, it's a product of its time, right? But, but, he's, um, but he's also an Islamophobe. Like, he does not like Muslims. And wait, for him to betray wait. a Muslim, yeah. He said that Muslims are belligerent, uh, oppressive, uh, and what else did he say? Something about... Is, uh, is that a direct and Insidious. Yes. Insidious, belligerent, and offensive is what he called Muslims. He is a legit well, Islamophobe wild, playing a Muslim character in brownface. Like, come on, bro. Also, I'm not laughing because I genuinely find it funny. I'm laughing because Hollywood always manages to like outdo themselves. Like, why are they trying to get in trouble with this? Yeah, I don't if, really understand. If you type in his name and Muslim, it's the first thing on Google. It'll show up. <laughs> I feel like we've done that with every one of our favorite actors. We've like typed their name in Muslim and be like, please don't hate us. Please don't hate us. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, what are you going to do? Okay, so we talked a little bit about brown face. You know I feel like everybody has one brown face that they'll let slide. So I have one brown face that I let slide. And that's like Ben Javari from Short Circuit. Like, I love that guy. I know he's brown face. I know he's a white man in brown face. But that movie is so special to my childhood that, like, I got to let it slide. Come on, Johnny Five. Come on, Yar. It's so good. Uh, I mean, I'm 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 glad we've sort of moved away from John Wayne playing Genghis Khan in the Congress. Yeah. Uh, there was Keanu Reeves did brown face too. I'm trying to figure out where he did it. Really? What did he? Yeah, do? he was Siddhartha Gautama. But did he actually put he, brown he face played, on he him? He played the Buddha. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Come on, Keanu. People don't even know about that. Keanu's a nice guy. He didn't know better. To be fair, who, who else are you gonna get that really uh, get, gets gets that persona right than Keanu? Keanu is half Arab and half Asian though, so he gets a little yeah. bit of a vase. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's true. So that's that's the that's the Indiana Jones thing. So I don't know. Go watch it. Don't watch it. I don't know. I don't think we're gonna review it uh, after finding that out. But I do love the Indiana Jones character. But I feel like you know retire him and short round takes over would be a great option um like that would be fun uh give it a new like little fresh perspective i think. I feel like that's what they were going to do when they had the indiana jones with shia labeouf like that's yeah. kind of what the cliffhanger was like and then all that stuff with shia labeouf happened <laughs> but i know that everyone was like super excited for that and they did a really good job of doing a cliffhanger for that what? Yeah, Shyla also kind of imploded. Are, are we good on Shyla, or is Shyla still bad? I, I can't remember. I can't keep track. No, he's he's gotten some several incidents of uh, abuse. He was he was recently fired from uh, the Olivia Wilde film. Oh, that she directed right. last year. But I feel uh, like that everybody was a little shady around, <laughs> for that. Like everybody involved was shady, not just him. <laughs> 
I feel like there was a lot so of blame to go that, around yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So that's Indiana Jones. Um, have you guys watched this show called The Idol with the with the Weekend? I have so many thoughts on this. Oh, that's the I, one with uh, Lily Rose Depp. Yeah, that is. Yeah, such I have a wild not show. watched it actually. No. They they literally cancel the show. It was a six episode run. They canceled it up to five episodes. They didn't even let them finish the finale. How they were getting like it was so bad. Also, the fact that they shot like eighty percent of it before with a female director, and then they scrapped it and redid it. Like, also, I can't listen to any music by the weekend anymore. The weekend yes. has been ruined for me. I, I said the same thing because like he does such a good job at acting like a creep that I'm like, yo, he might just be a creep. Like, it's method acting because like his songs are very like creepy. Like, they're if you re- listen to the lyrics, they're the no. Lot of I've been saying there. this for years. Like when I've listened to his music, I've been like his. Music Music is kind of degrading to like women and he's kind of like really like forceful in his lyrics. It gives me a really like icky yeah, vibe. Yeah. But he's got a great beat and he's got a great voice and people let it slide. But I think after this, I can't let it slide. It's kind of uncomfortable. And people are uh, debating and saying, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of coincidence between the main character and Selena Gomez. Oh, and they I think and they they think this is what happened to Selena Gomez. And like I wouldn't be surprised. That's I wild. think everything is dramatized. I think I have had the idol on my TikTok for like the past two weeks. So I'm like so knowledgeable in conspiracy theories. But I just think overall it was just a really bad show and really bad writing. But I think that it would be really cool if they released those episodes that they filmed beforehand because apparently it was actually good beforehand. And I feel like people would be curious to see like whose creative vision was like clouded in that sense. Yeah, Sam Levinson is known for being Would you recommend watching it? No. I don't. I think if you want to feel uncomfortable for hours after just thinking about it, then yeah, watch it. But I don't know if that's what you want. I watched it because I thought it was going to be like Euphoria and it was going to be like the next big hit. And I just wanted to be on the ground floor and be like, okay. Because I missed the the Euphoria wave. And I was like, all right, let me try to get in on this one. And I was like, nope, not really worth it. I think I got two episodes in and I'm just like, I I just can't. I honestly think with all the rumors and everything going around and the criticism that there might be issues with season three of Euphoria now, because I already know that there's one cast member that is like not returning because of her issues with Sam Levinson and how he wrote her. So this is like, he's just, this man is waiting to be canceled. That's just my thought. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Yeah, no, for sure. Speaking of shows that I got on too late, though, um, I started watching Succession, and that is such a great show. I I saw the season two finale, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Now I get it. Now I get why everyone was talking about this every freaking Sunday. It makes total sense. I wish I did. I wish I caught that train earlier. Have you guys seen it? Succession is incredible. Um, It's probably, I would say, one of the most well-produced shows of the last few years. I would say that and Severance, I would put it on par with each other in terms of uh, really, really well-made shows, in terms of incredible writing, you know, just impeccable cinematography, production values, just very well-made, like fitting with the HBO brand. Uh, Now that it's sinking, uh, mind you. My toxic trait is like, I think if I become rich, I would end up being just like those guys. <laughs> I feel like if I wanted to, I can be like a savage cutthroat business person or CEO. But then I'd be like, I'd lose a part of myself. I, I definitely What character would. do you most relate to on the show? I'm curious. I, I, I would want like, God. All right. 
I would say I do relate to Kendall, but like <laughs> in in my head. But in reality, I'm probably more a Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man. Uh, what about you, Anissa? Have you seen it? Okay, so I watched it recently too. So I was actually working in LA for three months for, for this production company called Blumhouse. I was interning with them. And every time I would go in the break room, they were just talking about the new Succession episode. I was like, oh shit, I haven't watched it yet. So I actually binged it all so I can like watch it timely for the last three episodes of the most recent season. And I loved it so much. It did take me a while to kind of, I tried starting it for the past two years, like twice and I couldn't get into it. And there's that episode where like Kendall's walking on the streets and like on the phone while they're all in the conference room trying to like dethrone Logan. And I was like, yeah. that was the episode where I was like, if you can do cross cutting like that, this is my show. As I love someone who's been stuck in the, in the tunnels, uh, <laughs> I can tell you, I felt that, <laughs> I felt that for real. Oh man, no, that's a really good, uh, Bloomhouse, is that the company owned by uh, Hera that she, she runs? Uh, no, no. It's Grace well, Blum's company, right? Yeah, so they did okay. like Get Out and they did all the paranormal activities and Insidious. So that was like oh, really cool. I, cool. I saw a lot of private screenings of films and I'm able to tell the trends for the next five years pretty easily. Damn, we need to That's get on your incredible. level, man. How, how do you hook us up with that, man? We need to get um, on your level. Become an intern and get coffee for people and just sit in the waiting in the break room and you'll hear uh, everything. No. I, I'm too old to, to be an intern. I'd be like the intern from that Robert De Niro movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I am too old to do that stuff, man. I'm not getting nobody no coffee. <laughs> no, but... um, to, to Anissa's point, Blumhouse is like the, you know, sort of the premier uh, horror producers now. They've done, you know, like incredible work over the last few years, you know, some some really, really good stuff. The, the, they're what you call the studio that produces uh, elevated horror. Uh, it's a phrase that some people like, some people hate, but, you know, for what it's worth, it's... Uh, Jason Blum, I think, heads the studio. It's, it's an incredible... No, what, that, what does that mean, elevated horror? horror? That's awesome. What does elevated horror mean? So elevated horror was essentially seen as horror with sort of uh, sociopolitical subtext. So something oh. like a Get Out, for example, or Nope, where, you know, it's... Or a Babadook, where, you know, it's... there's. I I would say polite horror, society but... could be yeah, exactly. elevated horror. Uh, which oh, one, sorry? Polite society. I would consider well, that elevated well, horror. horror in the sense of, like, I guess more, a little more uh, sci-fi or supernatural oh, uh, gotcha, stuff. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I honestly learned so much from my three months there because, like, I think horror might be the most difficult genre because it's so stereotypically done all the time. And it's yeah. so hard to find something that's, like, nuanced in terms of a horror plot. And I was reading probably, like, seven scripts a week that were like 90 to 100 pages from like people that would like submit it and getting nightmares all the time so i feel like wow. i really became stronger people people are writing some crazy stuff yeah horror for me like uh first of all i can't even pronounce horror i, I say horror <laughs> Wait, the, the that happened accent. to me too and i said like i was at a networking event and they're yeah. like oh where do you work and i was like oh i were at i work at a horror film production house and they're like a horror house <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't work at a whorehouse. <laughs> uh, th there was a restaurant, um, and it was called Lahore House. And I was like, hey, you guys want to go to Lahore House? And they were like, what? You want to go to a French whorehouse? <laughs> yeah. so, so seems oh, like man. he'd be perfect for your movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm writing a role for him in my head right now. So. Oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, but yeah, I can't watch a horror movie without watching an episode of a comedy show afterwards. Because I, I gotta have the, mm -hmm. I have to watch like Scrubs or like Brooklyn Nine-Nine right after I watch a horror movie or else like, 
I'm like a little baby. I get nightmares. <laughs> no, I get that. I used to watch horror movies with like one headphone in and I'd have like the Jonas Brothers. Like, cause the thing is the visuals don't scare me. It's the music. The like music, the background yeah. score, that's what gets me. So I would like be listening to like Burning Up, like in Jonas Brothers. And there's like a Bloody Mary going on. I feel like that would ruin the song. Like I'd never listen to Love Bug again because of like there somebody being, being killed to it. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Oh man, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, Rocky, are you going to Comic Con? Or... I am not going to Comic Con. I've actually never been to a Comic Con. Weirdly enough, uh, oh really? I, I I watch I watch it from the sidelines. I follow it on Twitter, mm. and uh, you know, uh, see, see see what the folks are up to. I have to say though, I I've never once experienced that level of passion with uh, all those sort of folk. It would it would be fun to go. Have you ever been? Have you either of you ever been? Yeah, I have been, and I'm going again this year. But it's the worst year to go because everything is canceled. Nobody coming this year. Are you going to the one in San Diego? Yeah, the one in San Diego. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. I know Marvel's not coming. I know DC's still deciding. So wait, I, why is it all um, canceled? Because of the writer strike and the actor strike that's looming, oh. that a lot of them just pulled out. And then the other thing is, a lot of these studios have their own Comic Con. Like Disney has D23, Netflix has the one in Brazil. So, it's like streaming um, now. <laughs> Yeah, like everyone has their own Comic Con, right? So, but uh, there's going to be a big Jurassic Park presence there and a big Doctor Who presence there. So it's not all bad, but if uh, maybe if DC comes through, we'll see. But James Gunn said he's not going to be there. So if there's going to be no James Gunn, there's probably going to be nothing great from DC coming out. They uh, they did announce a new Superman though, and Lois. So they that. did, they did. That's the other thing I want to talk about. So Superman and Lois, they casted David Cornswat. Is that has uh, how you say his name? Yep. And yep. then Rachel Brosnahan. Brosnahan, yeah. She's great. She's incredible. She's she, perfect for Lois Lane. Really, she looks the part, and so does uh, uh which I'm gonna call it David. Like he David. looks like. Superman, but then again, like they all look like Superman except for like maybe Dean Kane. <laughs> like I, I feel like uh, we, we, we don't count Dean Kane. Dean Kane, we don't count him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we've never had a bad live action Superman if you don't count Dean Kane because they're all really good. I've Christopher Reeves, uh, Brendan Ralph, um, even Tyler who is in the new Superman on Lois. Like I fantastic. love Tyler Hecklin. I think he's a fantastic Superman. Um, he's so good. Uh, so Ra Rachel Brosnahan, um, she's uh, the lead role in Marvelous Miss Maisel. If you haven't checked yeah. that out, she's incredible in it. Um, I think, honestly, I would say it's a very like an inspired bit of casting. I would say it's more inspired than the Superman casting, um, only because I, like David's name has been circulated quite a bit over the years. But what I will yeah. say is he is the first Jewish person to play Superman, yes. which is fantastic. Uh, yes. Because, you know, Superman was created by two Jewish Americans uh, and yeah. the entire story of Superman is about the Jewish experience. So it's, uh, you know, that's going to be lovely. Also, he's 6'4", which was what Superman should be. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very true. No, I, I totally agree. There's a lot of people I know who are super, super happy about him being Jewish. And is also, he's American, which is also great because they've been British for a while, too. <laughs> All the superheroes have been British or Australian for a, a while. So good to see good old USA back in the mix. That's right. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts Red, about... Red, white, and blue. Yeah, what are you... What are the, uh, Truth, justice, and the American way. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They they have changed it to on a better tomorrow in the comics. In a better way, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anissa, are you into Superman? No. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's my very simple answer. But I do love Rachel Brosnahan. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is my favorite show of all time. And as a film and TV like critic and buff, like that's what saying a lot. And I think that they were very strategic in casting her 
for Lois Lane because Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is set in like the 60s and 70s and I feel like they played around with that time period a lot in terms of like the Superman universe so they're doing like a really good job of casting her and I think yeah there's no way she's gonna do a bad job mm, all right cool I'm really really excited I have not seen Marvelous Miss Maisel but I have had a lot of people confuse it for Miss Marvel. <laughs> they, 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 they apparently find can't make the difference between the two, and I'm like the big difference. Very different. Yeah. Oh man, that's really really funny. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. The Superman news is really really cool. Um, Venom has started uh, production, which is exciting. Um, I don't know what's happening with Sony and all these movies. So like they have uh, Venom, then they got Craven, then they got. Um, what do you call it? The other one, Morbius. I don't know what's going on, but the only thing that's going to make this worthwhile is that if there is a Andrew Garfield Spider-Man at the end of this, because there's obviously not a Tony, um, Tobey Maguire universe. It's obviously not a Tom Holland universe, uh, but we don't know what's going on with that. What are your thoughts about that, Rocky? So I'm sort of excited because uh, Kelly Marcel is directing it, uh, and I've uh, she's done a lot of British TV, uh, which I've liked. So I'm 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 a little excited about it. I am not the biggest fan of the first Venom, though I know it has a cult following. The second one I enjoyed a bit more. That was the one that Andy Serkis directed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of cold on that franchise. I never saw Morbius and the the Craven trailer. You know, uh, I guess Russell Crowe uh, scenery chewing would look good. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we'll we'll see how that pans out. But I'm sort of a, a soft a soft. Uh, yeah, know, on, on I'm more franchise. like I'll watch it, but like. I don't know. I don't expect much from it, but I do like the Tom Hardy Venom back and forth. Uh, but outside of that, I, I don't care much for the plot. Also, uh, just uh, across the Spider Verse, I think really just took the light, you know, the the thunder a lot of a lot of these Spider Man films because uh, it was just so good. I know. Um, People are like, we could be... have this. We could have something as good as this, and you're giving us more of Morbius. Oh man. It's really. Uh, what about you, Anissa? Are you a Venom fan? I saw the first one and I hated it. I remember yeah. like going to theaters, watching it, and just coming out so like angry, like that I just spent so much time watching it. Especially because I'm such a huge Tom Hardy fan. Like I love yeah. this actor. He does such great stuff. And also, like they really did resemble dirty in that first one. Like yeah, they yeah. really gave him. He did well for what they gave him, but they really did him dirty with like that role and the dialogue. It was just terribly written. So no, no I've not seen the second one because I just I'm still upset about the first one. It's it's pretty silly, and and it's, it's not my favorite. But speaking of Riz Ahmed, you know he has a new animated series out. Uh, it's called uh, Nimonia, Nimona. I can't pronounce it, but it's an animated series, and it's about a knight in a futuristic medieval world and he's framed for a crime and this girl has to like help him and stuff like that. I think Chloe Grace Moritz is the girl who plays the main uh, voice actress and then he's in it. So it was really cool. I I like seeing that there's like animation and he's brown. He's like, it looks a little bit like Riz Ahmed. Uh, It's on Netflix now. You can watch it now for free. It's there. So I would recommend you guys go and watch it. Uh, It looks really, really cool. Uh, It's definitely on my list to watch. Uh, And you know, it's our boy Riz. Gotta support the homie. Yeah, I was I was I a big fan of his uh, Sound of Metal. I really really yeah. love that film. I think he gives an incredible performance. I'm I'm all here for uh, for his. Yeah, yeah, Sound of Metal is definitely definitely one of my favorites. It's really good. Have you ever seen this old movie that he did in the UK called Four Lions? 
I know exactly no. what you're talking about. Oh yes. my god, Anissa, you have to watch Four Lions. Like, okay, I'm is... putting in my letterbox. Oh my god, you have to watch it. It is the most hysterical dark comedy you will ever watch, and it's so funny. As a Pakistani, it is just like so many inside jokes. They're hysterical. Okay, like, I put like, it down in my it's letterbox. It's so funny. Like, me and my friends quote this to this day. We'll just quote random lines from this movie. And it's like Riz Ahmed before he popped off, like before he got famous. Okay, nice. I love Riz Ahmed the Nightcrawler. Like, that's when I first, like, yeah. just fell in love with his acting. But yeah, I feel like everyone, like, every friend group has that one movie that, like, no one else has seen. And you just, like, pull quotes from it and just make everyone else, like, really confused. So... I have to check it out because that's your friend group movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that definitely is. Before that, I think uh, the line that me and my friends group always had, whenever we see like an accident or somebody get hurt or something bad happened, we just turn to each other and go, he's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. <laughs> Which was a uh, deleted scene my, from Rush Hour 2. <laughs> that's really one of my specific. Favorite Chris Tucker yeah. bloopers of all time. Yeah. I think uh, like somebody gets kicked out the window and Chris Tucker just looks out and goes, damn. He ain't going to be in Rush Hour 3. <laughs> like, it's just so hysterical. Incredible. Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> That's funny. Speaking oh, of, the fourth one in that franchise has been in development hell for, like, years now. I hope, you know, they found a way to get that moving. Yeah, third third one was not that great. What do you think about the third Rush Hour? It was money grab, right? Pretty, pretty, yeah, uh, pretty awful. Uh, hey, but now that, you know, Brett Ratner's canceled, hopefully we'll get a yeah. new and exciting filmmaker to take that franchise over. That is true. But I got to say, uh, Rush Hour 1 and 2 still hold up. They're, they're still pretty hysterical. If you can, I guess, get with the 90s racism, you'll have a great time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, which, I, which, which I can. Which... Yeah, yeah. It, it, there is a lot of 90s racism. They, uh, they, I mean, they, they have Jackie Chan drop the N-word in the first one, which I had forgotten about a while back, and I was like, oof, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> funny um i mean i guess it plays because he was somebody from another country who didn't know the cultural yep. whatever right so it, it makes a lot of sense but yeah no that was that was really funny um also speaking of like culturally i don't know insensitive uh there's a new tv show i don't think it's culturally insensitive but it's really weird it's about a muslim vampire have you guys heard of this oh i know about this this is the count of the love right yeah yeah Dude, it looks so good, and it's just so weird, though. And he's like, okay, so halal this, hunting is this what he's doing? This director is like the best director in Pakistan. Like he never misses, and I think it's a, I think it's a, a Canadian show, it's right? A, oh, is it out of the UK show? It might be. Canadian, I, it's either though. UK or Canadian, but like. Every single thing he does, he never misses. He made, like, the Pakistani film Cake. He made Jadeos, which was, like, a web series. Like, he does, like, only great stuff, so I know it's going to be so good. And I just, like, I saw the trailer, and I was like, this is one of those things where, like, you never knew, like, you kind of needed it. Yeah. Like, it's just so interesting. So I'm super excited I am, about that. I am so curious to 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 see. I think, like, the, the trailer starts off with him dressing up like a vampire, and, like, there's an actual real vampire there, and she's, like, calling him out for cultural appropriation. So it's like a white, white vampire calling out a Pakistani Muslim for cultural appropriation because he's just like a vampire. And, like, the layers are just hilarious. I, I thought that was really, really funny. And it looks really good. It looks really good, but it, it looks good in a bad way. So I don't really know, because I, I don't really watch too many of these UK uh, movies and shows, so for me, like, 
I don't know. It's like they do budget. comedy the best. They, they do, do comedy the best. Because we are lady parts just like that too. We are lady parts is also like very very funny. So I wouldn't be wouldn't be. Oh, Jazz says Jarrell's it was great. I think Jazz has actually seen it. Oh. And uh, Brown Boy Wonder he says, where can I watch this? Honestly, it's on ITX. If though if you're in the UK, it's on ITX. For anyone else, uh, Torrent. <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how else. Just search free, watch free online. Maybe something helpful will come we'll, up. We'll, we'll, we'll Disclaimer, Slom Nerds is not responsible website. for any viruses you might get if you do that. I'm just saying. Uh, we, we can just include links to free movie websites with uh, with the stream. Uh, I don't know. So, if so people, can, uh, people can go watch. <laughs> so if you go to Rocky and you message him on Instagram, I will, like, I will respond he'll to hook all you your up. Messages. He will hook I you will up. I will respond to all your messages. Oh man, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's cool. So, uh, Anissa, um, I was told that you are also a Bachelor fan. You're a part of Bachelor Nation. What's up with that? I have been a part of Bachelor Bachelor Nation since Sean Lowe's season. Um, I think I was in middle school at the time, so I definitely was like watching it after my parents went to sleep and was just like so intrigued by it. Um, yeah, I've written like articles about it. I've like been on. I listen to every podcast. I follow everyone on social media. This is probably like my biggest red flag like when I meet someone I'm just like so I'm part of bachelor nation and that's where like I'm like oh my god they're gonna run away so I didn't watch the previous season I think it was Zach I didn't watch yeah. it because that person had genuinely like no character to him no, and he, I knew it would be bad he was, so that was vanilla actually, bachelor yeah so that and Juan Pablo season are the only seasons I haven't seen in like the past like seven eight years but I watch everything I watch like Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise I've seen every season since Sean Lowe's um I was really sad when I watched it because I know that Khalid got taken out Yo, and the, 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 for the Rocky for the first time ever they had a Muslim on the Bachelor okay and so that's got... actually not true oh, no? so they if, had a Muslim you start, do you have to start from like season one or is it like different every season no you can just you can just jump in whenever okay, you can just start, okay got it got it okay I mean like there'll be a start, few things ahead. you don't we, understand we but like the podcast and stuff will fill you in if you just like yeah got it okay. okay so fun fact the first Muslim on the Bachelor was on Sean Lowe's season and it was a Muslim girl named Salma so she actually progressed to like past week four I think I don't remember if I wrote something about this but it was really like nice for me to see someone like me on screen you know so she progressed past a uh, week four and it became down to the rose ceremony she felt like she was going home and she kept telling him like oh I can't like kiss you on tv because my family's gonna disown me so eventually at like fourth or fifth week she ended up kissing him like at the cocktail hour right before the rose ceremony and he sent her home anyway damn he got the kiss and sent her home she yeah. made her she made her <laughs> wow so she, she probably got beat when she went home but she went for it and didn't pay out this is why you never you know change your culture for a white man <laughs> that's true that's a real life example of that so wow wow i did not know maybe i'll watch sean low season i haven't seen it but they keep bringing that motherfucker back every single like it's a time. really good season him and his wife are also really cute and it's the first time someone's picked like someone asian and they have like a bunch of kids and they're all asian and they're really cute yeah so, and like he's yeah. probably like the one that like everyone goes to as like the success story because he's the only one that picked the right person and stayed with them and they're still married so yeah yeah there's not a lot of them there's not a lot of people there's a lot from bachelor in paradise like a that lot of couples from bachelor in paradise but i think there's probably like under like seven for a bachelor and bachelorette which is kind of strange because they've had like 30 seasons so it's like really weird yeah 
So, like, I think uh, for Bachelor, I, I don't know how many seasons they had. Maybe, like, 16. Rocky, there's, like, one. There's one couple that made it. <laughs> the, oh, as in that lasted the relationship? The last of the relationship. They got oh, married, and it lasted. Man. I got, I got and to get he on picked, this show. And he picked, he picked the finale. There is a, there are a few others that, like, picked somebody and then changed their mind at the end and they stayed with them. I think. Uh, wow. Okay. Ari yeah. and then another guy. Uh, I don't but but do, do they show you that part in the show? Was that off? Yeah. The yeah, they show you. They show yeah. it in oh, the show. That part. Okay. Good. Okay. Interesting. So okay. He, he he proposes to one girl, then gets buyer's remorse, <laughs> and then switches to the other girl. Live on national television. Live on national. But, yeah, yeah, the I, break... got, I gotta get on the show. Man. Oh, dude, the breakup was live on national TV, and like she was blindsided, and like you can cut the tension with a knife. It was so, so wild. Bad. So wild. Yeah, so they have that, but there's actually more successful couples from The Bachelorette, which kind of makes sense because these are like strong women that have like a grip, and I feel like they have better judgment than probably the men who are selected as bachelors. So yeah. there's like a lot more couples from The Bachelorette too. So men are just bad pickers, and like women are great pickers. So like, if a woman picks you, just go with it. Just go with it. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. Fair, fair. All right, that's cool. Um, and then I think, uh, yeah, so he was still the first Muslim on Bachelorette, though, right? Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. I knew as soon as they introduced him, I knew he was getting taken out because I also think he introduced himself as like, like Khalid or like not saying Khalid, like just say your name, bro. Like, I don't oh, understand. Yeah. Oh, did he not say his name right? I don't remember. I don't I don't think he did. I saw a video of his like on TikTok where he was like doing the promo reel and introducing himself. But I knew he was it's just funny that he was the diversity hire on a season where the bachelorette is black. Like I just yeah, thought that yeah, was yeah. really interesting. I know, I know. Oh man. But he also didn't seem to have that great of a personality. I mean like he I like we didn't get to know him, but like for just like day one, like I didn't know anything about him. I want a spin-off show on him convincing his family to let him go on this show. That's what I want. Yeah, well, well, who knows? Maybe maybe you'll see me on one of those one day. Uh, very soon. <laughs> Maybe the second you get on, it's the second I start watching. No, no, I won't be on that show. It's a, it's a diff very different show. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, come this September, we'll see. We'll see if I'm still single. Uh, but, yes, the reality show's just got started so we're gonna be covering that every week uh anisa you should come on our show when we cover it are you are you good this tuesday to come back maybe we'll have you to cut recap bachelor episode this week yeah i'm free i'll do it <laughs> you said that like yeah i'm free i don't have a life <laughs> i was like pretending, i was like pretending to check my calendar no i'm in like the funding phase for my film so everything i'm doing is i'm like basically a telemarketer calling people and like pitching them idea and being like oh like are you interested in donating so i'm basically working from home so yeah uh, then then you should hit up jazz he's he's uh mr Moneybags for, for our podcast yeah great i'm writing that down right now <laughs> just kidding uh, just get jazz is so mad I'm, at me my day job is being a political fundraiser so i call jazz all the time definitely hit him up yeah yeah jazz is very generous He's a very generous guy. <laughs> That's what I got to say. I'm sure he would drop like 50K into this season. That's Whoa. great. <laughs> no problem. I, I, mean, I think we can get a commitment from Jay My budget's here. 15, but I'll take 50. Like, I'll just make a bigger wedding. It's fine. I'll take yeah, what I yeah. can get. If you make Jazz the groom, he'll wait, definitely I'm make it 50K. <laughs> make Jazz the groom. He'll definitely do it. 
We'll fly him out here to Jersey to film it at Royal Albert Palace or wherever you go. Oh my God, I refuse to shoot there. Like <laughs> someone gave me that hole as an option. I was like, I'm not doing there. I've been to so many sweet 16s in that hole and haven't gotten the candle. It and is. have like PTSD. I know. It's like, it's, it's kind of tacky. It's like if, uh, if, if a Daisy Trump designed a wedding hall, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah. Sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now Jazz is out. He said he won't fund it if it's at Royal Albert Palace. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm out too if it's at Royal Albert. No shade to whoever oh, organizes that. Oh, that is funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, man. But I'm really excited about your thing, man. Keep us uh, updated and like uh, let people know where they can find you so they can like help you yeah. out or keep track because this sounds like a really cool project. I want to be involved. I want to, I'll be an extra. Just be like yeah. out there, you know? That'd yeah, you can follow me at A N E E S A K underscore. So Anisa K underscore. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. awesome. And just like all my updates are there. Catch right. me on my story every day asking for money. So uh, <laughs> you're like that little Stewie meme that like, you got my money, you got my money. <laughs> you got two ninety nine for a fake mustache. <laughs> that sounds pretty much like me, yeah. That's so cool. All right. That sounds fun. No, seriously. I anything else you could tell us about it? Cause like I'm really intrigued. Do you have a trailer? Do you have anything? I have a script. I'm in the casting process now. I've just finalized um one of my lead actress i've just finalized that i can't say yet um oh, i'm awesome. casting for my other roles thank you and then i'm working on getting music licensed i'm talking to food vendors also yeah if anyone who sees this like wants to help me in any way feel free to shoot me a message i'd love to have someone to help me yo let's go so, yeah. if you're in the tri-state area hit her up and then you know you could be a part of it you could help out you can help fundraise uh it'll be really cool um I'm really excited. We're ha we're happy to promote in any way we can. Uh, we like to Thanks. help out our fellow Jerseys, and you know, also, you know, Jersey people got to stick together. You know, it's true. That's what, that's what we got to do. Jersey strong. <laughs> All right, uh, Rocky. Uh, anything yes, that you want to promote before you head off? Uh, what would I like to promote? Well, we've actually got a fantastic summer season coming up because we've got uh, Mission Impossible next week. We've got. Uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie coming up the week after that. Uh, and I am psyched for all three. Um, me too, so me too. it's, it's, it's going to be a good summer. Hopefully it's, it's sort of been a little bit of a dull summer. Movies are struggling in theaters. Um, did you, you watch know, the transformer movie? I did. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, I'm not, okay. So I'll preface with saying I'm not a big transformers fan. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I never watched the cartoon as a kid. I'm not too familiar with the lore. Um, I just recently watched a couple of the Michael Bay films. So, but I, I thought it was okay. But okay. Uh, Insidious versus Indiana Jones, what would you pick? I mean, not Insidious. Uh, what you call it? Um, Transformers versus Indiana Jones. I have to. I have to go with Indy only because I guess I have more of a sentimental value with Indy. Gotcha. Because um, you know, I saw Raiders when I was four, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was you know, it was uh, as a four-year-old kid, it's you know, it's profound. There's nothing better. Um, yeah. I mean, I think. I think Indiana Jones is stated as probably the number one for a lot of sort of um, action directors in terms of inspiration. I don't know what it is about that character that makes people want to pick up a camera and, you know, yeah, start yeah. doing it. But like, I mean, there was a huge Raiders fan film that was made in the early 90s that got, you know, sort of, you know, sent to film festivals. And then Spielberg and Lucas finally saw it. So, you know, there's just something that's, you know, incredible about that character and that world. I think it just reminds you of that sort of 40s newspaper comic strips, you know, of like yeah, an action yeah. adventure hero just fighting Nazis and, you know, uh, some 
for lack of a better phrase, some good old-fashioned American heroism. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Someone said that Insidious is coming out this week. I don't know if any of you guys are Insidious fans. That has a big following, too. Chapter 3, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that, too. I think James Wan's producing it. Um, yeah, it's yeah, a Blumhouse film. That's right. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right. And then Jess says, Rocky and I are going to wear suits to the Barbie and pink to Oppenheimer. <laughs> the, 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 this is true. It's uh, it's pink with uh, Christopher Nolan's face on it, and uh, the, uh, the 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 Barbie suit is Greta Gerwig at the back. So that that's what we're going with. Nice. I am going to wear a suit with a pink shirt underneath. That's so it. As funny. As I come Are out you of watching one. both? Uh, yes. So uh, so Sorry, actually, I think I'm if if people want would like to know how weird I am, so I'm from the Houston area, and I will be driving to San Antonio to go watch Oppenheimer only because we don't have any 70 millimeter screens um, in the city of Houston. So San Antonio is the closest place I got. Wow. That sounds yeah. like fun. That's a big trek though. All right. Well, listen, are you doing we're... both in the same day? Yeah. So I, I have tickets for an early screening of Barbie. Um, and I have, uh, I got passes for an early screening of Mission Impossible this Sunday. And then uh, we're you know driving up to San Antonio to go watch uh, Oppenheimer a couple times on uh, seventy millimeter, which is uh, you know the preferred format. Cool, 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 very cool. All right, guys. Well, that's all we have for this week. Until next week, guys. Salam, nerds. Oh, this.